0: Welcome to the Your Confident Self podcast with Allegra Sinclair. Get ready to punch fear in the throat and gain confidence like never before. I help corporate women get the confidence to ask for the job they want and do the work they love. Isn't it time you got unstuck and showed the world how fabulous you are? Hey, this is Allegra. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. What if the things you've always believed aren't true? What if it's within your power to do and believe new things? This is your introduction to the startling power of what if. I know how strongly we hold our beliefs. I'm not necessarily talking about limiting beliefs. I'm speaking in more broad terms. We are a nation that questions a lot of things, but what we believe, we really believe and to our credit it's hard for us to shake off things that we believe in strongly there's certain things i believe that you can't shake me from period forever and ever for example i believe that all people are created equal and i believe that education is magical for the most part our strong beliefs are good things they guide our actions and they help us experience life in a way that we choose however What if your strong beliefs aren't positive? I've been hearing from a lot of my coaching clients about their beliefs, and many of these beliefs are unshakable. The challenge comes when the belief is something that makes them feel bad or something that holds them back when they're ready to move forward. A few of the more negative beliefs sound like this. I could never do that. I just can't get over this. I should just be satisfied with my life as is and stop dreaming or worrying about bigger and better things. Do any of these negative beliefs sound familiar? Just for today, let's dream. What if you were able to believe something different? How different would you be as a result of this new belief? Would you like yourself better? Would you be able to help more people and increase your impact and influence on the world around you? I don't know what belief is currently weighing you down, but in this what-if game, let's look at two new beliefs that you can try on for size. What if today you believe you are allowed to want more? Marion spent years wishing she could move to Costa Rica. She'd been an exchange student and fell in love with the country. She returned home at the end of semester, finished her degree, and then married shortly after that. We fast forward a number of years. Marion's now divorced and mentions moving to Costa Rica pretty frequently. She's never actually pursued the idea, but she talks about it more than she realizes. One day, a friend tells her, You're allowed to want more from your life. Further, her friend asked her, why would you wait until you retire to move? You have this moment right now, and if Costa Rica would make you happy, then go now. Talk about a lightning bolt. That simple statement made Marin realize that she was limiting her life with the belief that she should be grateful for what she has, and that joy is something to be postponed for a future date. You don't have to feel guilty for wanting something more. You have that desire for a reason. You can absolutely be grateful for what you have and still want the next thing. Now, don't misunderstand me. I talk about the power of gratitude a lot, and I believe it's essential that we are sincerely grateful for what we have. But gratitude doesn't have to prevent you from moving towards something more. I see this a lot with clients and friends who have robust careers, that they don't feel like they fit anymore. Maybe they realize that they built their career based on someone else's desires. They're very successful, make great money, and overall they feel good about their future. And with all the people who are unemployed or underemployed, they think it's greedy or selfish or even rude to want something more when they already have so much. Why? Everybody has a different journey and different dreams. Could you tell me how you settling for something that's less than what you want helps other people? Oh, it doesn't? Cool. So now why do you want to keep doing that? What if you stepping into the new thing that keeps whispering to you would help a bunch of people who are waiting for the opportunities that you taking that step would create? Let yourself want more. It can be hard to make the shift to doing a new thing because once you make that small decision in your mind, you can't unmake it. For instance, when I was about 12 and I told my grandmother I didn't want to go to the movies with this boy because I was afraid he would try to kiss me, she said, I get that because you can't unkiss a boy. Once you've kissed him, he has always been kissed. It's similar to you making a decision in your mind that you can't unmake. Let me explain. If you decide that you want to look for a new job and you act on that in any way, then from that moment forward, your current job looks different. Even if you don't end up changing positions right away, your perspective on your current position has shifted because you opened yourself up to the possibilities of what another job might look like. There's nothing wrong with that. It's really natural. But we fear looking at a new thing because we're not sure how we'll feel once we've made that decision to look at the new thing about what we already have. Did you follow that? So I'm afraid to look at something more because then I'll feel dissatisfied with what I have. Making changes, thinking new thoughts, believing new things can be scary, but you can't take that possibility energy back. But what if you turn toward more? and you listen to your inner voice, it's only talking to you, just like my inner voice only talks to me. If you let your passion and energy guide you, what delightful things might happen? You probably can't even imagine all of the different things that could come. So you take the first step. It can be hard to start thinking about something more if you don't believe that you can have it. It's a lot easier to focus all your energy on being happy with what you have. But what if you freely admit that you want something more and then start looking for a way to get it? Following up on our tale of Marion, when her friend challenged her about moving to Costa Rica, she started actually thinking about her move. Before, it had always seemed impossible. With the encouragement and support of her friend, she started planning for this new phase of her life. Her first step was research. She needed to figure out what paperwork she needed. Would she need to become a citizen in Costa Rica? Was there some sort of long-term visa she could get? etc? The information that she found helped her realize that getting a job in Costa Rica was the fastest way to clear her path to building a new life there. So once she did one thing, which was research what was required. She could easily see the steps she'd need to take to make her goal a reality. What if you decided to start working towards your more? Depending on what it is you want, your first step doesn't have to be huge and your goal doesn't have to be living in a different country. Whatever you want, there's a step-by-step path to get there. Keep in mind that you may not know all of the steps yet. Don't freak out if that's you. Just put a question mark in your plan if you're not sure what comes next. You will figure it out, or you'll find someone who can help you figure it out. If you don't know all the answers now, you can start with some research and begin building your plan with the information you do have. You don't have to burn the boats and make a huge gesture unless you really want to. Getting started is better than dreaming about it for years or continuing to ignore yourself. Once you've started, talk to others that you intentionally choose. The next thing Marion did was join a Facebook group for Americans who live in other countries. She posted in the group, she introduced herself and talked about her dream of living in Costa Rica. She was thrilled when several other people who had moved to Costa Rica reached out to her and offered valuable advice on the steps that she could take. When you hang out with people who are pursuing their dreams, their enthusiasm and energy can rub off on you. And even better, you have access to people who have been there and done what it is that you're trying to do and can help you achieve your dream. But you have to begin. So don't put off pursuing your something more for another moment. Do something small that will help you get closer to your dream. Then tomorrow, wake up and do another small thing. Pretty soon you'll discover you've achieved your dream because you simply didn't give up. So that's the first what if. What if today you believe that you're allowed to want more? Our second what if is what if today you believe you're confident? Amaris often talked about the things she would do if she were more confident. She'd say, if I were more confident, I'd take up salsa dancing. If I felt good about myself, I'd wear shorts this summer. And if I was smarter, I'd go back to school and get a graduate degree. One day, as she was complaining about all the things she was not, her friend stopped her and asked her, what if you were? What if you were confident? What if you felt good about yourself? What if you felt smart? Maybe what's holding you back isn't what you are, only what you think you aren't. Often we let a lack of self-confidence hold us back from pursuing our goals building greater relationships, loving ourselves unconditionally. But what if you flipped the script? What if you stopped waiting for confidence, instead started behaving as if you already have it? It's easy to create limiting beliefs. Most women do it every day without realizing it. These are the stories you tell yourself about why you're settling for less than what you want and less than what you're capable of. Some of the stories might sound good or even noble, but that doesn't change the fact that they're not true. The key to becoming more confident is to challenge the stories that you're telling yourself. Is it really true that you can't be a sexy beast if you have three kids and a mortgage? Is it really true that it's too late to get a graduate degree if you want one? When you're honest with yourself, you'll have to admit that these stories aren't the real problem. They're masking a deeper issue like fear, low self-esteem, or shame. Confronting the real issue will make it easier for you to step into newfound confidence. Punch fear in the throat and do something bold. Sometimes the best way to overcome fear and increase your confidence is to do something bold. And the key is to do it before you feel confident. Doing it before you feel certain of the result and doing it before you feel like you're ready. When you challenge yourself to do things before you feel prepared, you increase your confidence by handling the unknown. And then you grow in exciting ways. You discover skills and talents that you didn't know you had. So what if you make a list and take action? Create a list of things you've been telling yourself you'll do when you're ready. For example, maybe you keep saying you'll go on a cruise as soon as you lose those last 20 pounds except you've been losing those 20 pounds for five years. No judgment. The 20 pounds is just a continuing obstacle to you going on the cruise because you believe that it's an obstacle. Each New Year's, you promise yourself you'll take some training courses so you can get out of the job you hate and start doing work that matters to you. But you haven't made the time to seek out any training or find out where the training you want is offered. Once you have this list of things that you've been delaying that you'll tell yourself you'll do when you're confident, pick one thing on it and take action right now, like today. As soon as you stop listening to this, call a travel agent and get information on upcoming cruises. Talk to a friend who's leveled up her skills in a way you'd like to improve yourself and find out what training she took. What if you believe that you are bold and beautiful and confident? Stop waiting for confidence and embrace it today. So, the second what if is what if you believe that you're confident right now? The power of what if can change your life and the lives of those around you. If you believe it's okay to want more and you act with confidence, you can amaze yourself with your results and you'll have the energy to do the things that really matter to you. Thanks for listening